Hi, welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to motivate and inspire women to get stronger, fitter, healthier, and ultimately glow with confidence. I want to educate women on how to do that without having to sacrifice living a good life full of the food and the experiences that they love. If you didn't know already, I am Hayley. I am the founder of Lift and Glow Fitness. I have a ladies-only group training studio in Liverpool, and I'm also an online coach. Over the last five years, I've worked with hundreds of women and I've helped them reach their health and fitness goals, their fat loss goals, their muscle building goals. And it's literally a passion of mine to help women stop the vicious cycle of constantly losing and regaining weight and just to really educate them on how to do it the right way and how to get results that actually last and how to do that while literally loving the process. Hi everyone, welcome to episode four of the Lift and Glow Fitness podcast. So today I'm going to talk to you about motivation and consistency. I feel like this time of year is a time when people are really struggling with motivation in particular um, and they are struggling to stay consistent because they lack motivation. A lot of people have been on their holidays, they've been working hard from January up until the summer, like smashing it in time for a wedding, for a holiday, for a special occasion, for a birthday. And when it gets to September, I do find that clients of mine tend to have, some of them tend to have a bit of a struggle in terms of they don't know what they're working for anymore. They've done the holiday, they've had the wedding, um, they had the special birthday. And now they're like, well, there's nothing to motivate me. What is the point in doing it? Like, it just it just feels like they can't get going again and they can't get back into what they were doing beforehand because they see it as not having any motivation. In the past, so a few years ago, when I was in my inconsistent days, I would say seven years ago, I was also that person who would work hard in the run-up to a holiday But then when the holiday had happened, I would very much slip out of things. And each week, each winter, winter, (laughs) each winter, I would regain weight and then I would have to find myself losing weight again for the following summer. The final time that I repeated this pattern was when I went to Las Vegas. So spent that whole year working on me, went to Glastonbury, went to Vegas, felt the best I'd ever felt. But the methods that I was using, like I was doing a lot of hit, I was being restrictive with my food. Um, and when I got back from the holiday, it was just lost all sorts of motivation. And I also met Fran a couple of months later and um, the gym just became something that I didn't do anymore. And every weekend, we just used to eat, eat everything. We'd get takeaways. It was new love chub, we call it. We just got, we just both um, ate lots and just wanted to get cozy. And I think that's another thing after the summer, this time of year, people do just want to like get cozy. Like the, the weather's colder. We're all wearing bigger, baggier clothes. So people see it as a time to start winding down and then, you know, it's it's a pattern that we'll gain weight again until the new year and then everyone wants to start again. It is unrealistic to expect that you're going to be motivated all the time. Even people who've got a big goal like a wedding or a holiday coming up are really struggling with motivation and they struggle with motivation all the time. 
but that's because they're relying on motivation. I now know that motivation isn't something that I can ever rely on. So I don't rely on it. If someone says to me, oh, why didn't you train? I will never go. Oh, I just wasn't motivated to because I know that that's a stupid thing to rely on. I can't, my success cannot be pinned on my level of motivation. I've been consistent in the gym and consistently trying to be aware and conscious of my health for the last seven years. And I still constantly struggle with motivation, but you're never going to feel motivated every day. It's something that I still struggle with. It's something that I still struggle with. And it's something that we're all going to struggle with for forever because we can't expect to be motivated all the time. Motivation is this sounds harsh. If someone says to me, I'm just not motivated, for me, that is just an an excuse that you're giving yourself. It's something that you're telling yourself. We can't rely on it. It's an emotion. It comes and it goes. We don't need motivation. We cannot rely on motivation. What we need is discipline. And discipline is doing what you need to do, even on the days that you don't want to do it. We all, a lot of us, I've got jobs. A lot of us have got houses and I'm not motivated to get up and go to work every day, but I still do. I'm not motivated to get up and clean the bathroom, but I still do. <laughs> I'm not motivated to brush my teeth every day, but I still do. I, I'm not motivated to eat me fruit and veg every day, but I still do. You've just got to do it. You've just got to put the work in, even when you feel like not doing it. If we constantly sat around and waited for motivation to push us, we will be sat around constantly waiting. You'd have one day where you have this big spare of motivation and then that will be gone. Like it will not stick around. So you have to let it go. Stop telling yourself you're not motivated. You shouldn't be relying on motivation anyway. Forget about that being something that is going to spare you on because it will not. You need to let go of it. You need to use your self-discipline. I always say to clients that practicing your self-discipline is like choosing between what you want most and what you want right now. So if what you want most is to feel confident, feel healthy, feel energized and feel good in yourself and what you want right now is a chippy and a bottle of wine, Using your self-discipline is saying no to the chippy and the bottle of wine and choosing what you want most instead, which is the confidence, the health, the well-being. And so that would mean that you would have a healthy meal, have a healthy dinner and go for a walk or whatever. So if you're ever sitting there thinking, I really don't want to go to the gym. Oh, I really want to, don't want to make this healthy meal. I just want a chippy. Try Ask yourself, what do I want more? Like, what do I want most? Do I want to feel good or do I want to eat this thing that I want right now? And it's a lot of the time it will work. A lot of the time it won't, but it's being more considerate with your decisions. Is it going to benefit you making the decision to not go to the gym again for the third week in a row? So we actually have everything in the wrong order. We think motivation comes first and then we take action and then we're disciplined after doing all that. 
in, for me, I think we need to use our self-discipline to take that action. And once we start taking action, motivation builds and, you know, we start, things start getting a little bit easier. Um, so basically my advice is stop waiting around, stop waiting for motivation and just do the work anyway. Like do the things that you need to do even on the days you don't want to do it. If you only worked hard on the days that you were motivated, you will get nowhere. And this is the same in your career. It's the same in work. And it is the same with your health and fitness. A lot of us are prepared to work really hard in our career, but they're not, we're not prepared to work really hard on our health. You know, we need to look at it in the same, really. The days that you don't want to go to work, pretty sure you still turn up and you still do the work that you need to do. It needs to be the same for your health. So when it comes to consistency, consistency, again, comes with practice. If you start practicing that self-discipline to get the shit done on the days that you don't want to do it, you're going to start becoming more consistent because it gets easier to practice that discipline over time. So I always get asked questions about how to become more consistent. And honestly, I am a lover of routine and repetition and structure and organization and all of these things might feel seem like, oh, you know, boring or simple or whatever, um, or just far too easy. But honestly, these are the things that saved me. Routine is a big one. So eating the same meals every day, doing the same food shop every week, um, going to the gym at the same time each week. So, you know, if you're someone who likes training in the morning, go in the morning and go on the same days each week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at six o'clock, they're your training times. Or you might be in someone who goes in the evening, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m., you're in the gym. Do be repetitive. Make like put together a routine that works for you and stick to it. Stop like arguing with yourself and canceling on yourself. If you've got a family and your kid needs to be at dancing every Wednesday at six o'clock, you be there. So why aren't you at your gym six o'clock every Wednesday? If you say you're going to do something, do it. Stop canceling on yourselves. We cancel on ourselves so much easier than on other people and doing, doing things for other people. And we need to stop that. If you've said you're going to go to the gym at six o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then go there and do it and stop letting yourself down. If you've said that you're going to have protein porridge for breakfast every day, then have it fulfill the promise that you've made to yourself so routine and repetition is something that I'm a big fan of so if you can um find set days set times that you're going to train set days set times that you're going to go for a walk so and get it in your calendar put it in your work calendar put it in your phone calendar so your phone or your calendar is literally notifying you that you need to get up and go to the gym or get up and do your walk and then like I said with your shopping the same weekly food shop the same meals each week it's really really good um, for success and it really helps minimize the amount of decisions that you need to make each week if you've got a busy stressful chaotic life if you don't need to make any decisions about food it's already planned out for you you're more likely to succeed because it's much easier for you because you're not like making these last minute decisions and ending up getting takeaways it's all there in your fridge waiting because you've done your weekly food shop um so again, that's like having more structure to your week and having more organization. So thinking on a Sunday night, if you're someone whose weeks change all the time um, on a Sunday night, right? What, what days this week can I go to the gym? Um, 
how can I make time for my walks? What times can I go around my meetings? And um, what meals am I going to eat for my breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Spend a bit of time on a Sunday planning the week ahead. If you wing it, you won't do you won't do as well as if you were organized and had a bit of structure. I know for me, I spend time on a Sunday most weeks, not every week because I'm not perfect. But most weeks I'll spend time on a Sunday thinking about the week ahead. I'll look at the hours that I'm doing in the gym. I'll look at the things that I need to do admin-wise and look at where I need to be, what appointments I've got. And then I'll plan my workouts in and I'll plan my food in. Try and do the same. The weeks that I don't plan are the weeks that never really go that well for me, are the weeks that I feel a bit more stressed and a bit more chaotic. It's so it's so lovely how much stress it takes away from you when you've spent some time looking at what's ahead and making a plan for it. And actually, when you make the plan, doing the work, you can't make a plan and then not follow it. Well, you can, but what's the point? Once you've made the plan, it's then following through with it. Um, and a lot of the time that's the hard bit but this is where accountability comes in it's really really good to have some accountability now accountability could be self-accountability like a daily checklist or like a calendar on your fridge that you could tick off all the days that you went for your walk or tick off all the days that you did your workout or hit your uh, calorie target whatever it could be like self-accountability like that but also accountability from a coach so you might want to get a PT an online coach or get involved in a community where they will hold you accountable where you set goals and you are around people and you have someone there who's on your team knows what you're trying to achieve and will hold you accountable to those things this is why having a coach is so much more valuable than just having a gym membership if you have a gym membership there's no one chasing you saying why weren't you at this session why did you only complete half your workout why isn't your food diary inputted when you join a gym you don't get any of that if you have a coach then you do go, you do get those things. And that's the biggest pro of the biggest benefit of having a coach is the accountability. And just the fact that someone else is keeping an eye on what you're doing really does help. And then in terms of community, other people who are going through what you're going through, if you're struggling and you share that you're struggling, there will be other people within the community who are going to egg you on. And this is why I do things on like a group basis because that group accountability I love it when someone walks into my gym and I don't even need to say it. Someone else will say, where the fuck have you been? And I'm like, yes, this is what I love. It's good for people to notice when you've, you're not doing the work. It makes you think, oh, I need to get that gym. Otherwise, people are going to notice that I've not been in. And this is why I like my like tight-knit community in Lift and Glow. It's special for that reason because everyone gets to know everyone. Everyone holds each other accountable. If someone's slacking in the gym, someone else will go, hey, you lifted that last week or you were with me and we did that. So you get accountability from me. You get accountability from the coaches who work uh, with me, but you also get accountability from the other members. And it's similar to the online in the online community as well. How to be more consistent? I would say routine, repetition. If you change the food, if you change the days and the times of your workouts all the time, it's a lot harder to be consistent because we really love routine. Um, if you can't be routine and you can't be really repetitive with the food, the days, the times and everything that you do things, then just a bit of organization and planning at the start of each week so that it's all there. And then obviously following that plan through. 
the first few weeks are definitely the hardest. You are not consistent if you went to the gym for two weeks. For me, you're consistent if you've been putting the work in for six, eight weeks move and, and, and longer. Consistency doesn't come in two weeks. It doesn't even come in a month, in my opinion. I think when you're looking at two, three months, um, that's when I can start seeing like real consistency. So it is hard to begin with. But remember, it gets easier the more you do it. It's easier to practice that self-discipline the more and more that you do it. Um, and then obviously, accountability is a big one for staying consistent. If you have a coach, the fact that you have to check in with that coach, the fact that the coach is checking on what you're doing, checking you doing your workouts, checking that you're you know, filling your food diary in or hitting your targets or just, che- just having someone who knows what you're trying to do and will make sure that you are um you you can't just go missing and just not do the work is really really powerful and that is like a big bonus of coaching and that will uh, promote consistency so I hope that was useful. If you have any questions about anything that I've just said or any questions about how to work with me, I have a gym, a group coaching gym, um, which is full at the moment, but feel free to inquire and I can explain how things work. I also have an online community, which is a low cost community where we launch a monthly program. There's home workouts, um there's gym workouts there's specific nutrition targets loads and loads of education and then obviously a community element to it as well and then i've also got online one-to-one coaching for that so that's for people who really need a helping hand at staying on track if you need that extra bit of accountability if you're someone who lets yourself off um far too easily then i can be that person to support you and keep you on track and with online one-to-one coaching so if you have any questions about any of those services or anything that i've spoke about in this podcast or any other podcast then make sure you let me know um you can find me on instagram at hayley pt underscore and look forward to hearing from you and yeah that's it see you soon